Welcome back to Anger Itis on another really early Sunday morning. <laughs> um, and if you listened to last week, you probably know why that is. Uh, Friday nights lately have been filled. My time has been filled um, with a certain game, Red Dead Redemption 2. I want to talk about that just a little bit. Um, I won't spend too much time on it because if you're, well, I don't know. If you're listening to this, you probably like video games as well. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard to get the demographics of who listens to this show. Um, I need to figure out how to do that somehow. But anyway, um, this show is about me talking about the things I want to talk about. So I'm just going to go ahead and do that. Um, but Red Dead Redemption 2 now, for those of you who are unfamiliar, is a Western-themed game where you play as a anti-hero I guess you could say um in kind of those shades of gray that were very prevalent in the old west um but it's about how kind of the old west is moving on and you know there's some people who still cling on to those old ways and of course they're running into a lot of issues with that so um but you know the thing I like the most about this game is uh the even though there's a lot of action, there's a lot of drama, there's a lot of you know, a lot of the a lot of the tropes that make westerns what they are, you know, bar fights, things like that. But it's also one of the chillest games I have played since probably Stardew Valley. Um and Stardew Valley is so chill. <laughs> I don't know, there's like this almost like a genre forming at least for me of really relaxing games um which is weird that i did not think red dead redemption 2 would be that i assumed that it would just be you know a high octane action game and it can be that but you can also just mount your horse leave camp ride in any direction set up your own little camp outside of you know your main camp uh hunt fish um help strangers just walk through towns um, climb mountains and then just stand there and look at, at everything. There's a, um, picture on my Twitter. If you go there, um, which is at Aaron Bronender. Um, but there's a picture on my Twitter that I took from my PS4 and it is just me. I put up a, a, a camp and then I am just sitting there drinking coffee watching a sunrise and it's re it looks so good and i have to mention too that that looks as good as that looks that is not like playstation 4 pro that's not a 4k tv you know that's straight up 1080p you know but um it's it's just great i'm just i'm and i say i of course the character in the game uh and you can see his horse a little ways off and just drinking coffee and so what I was doing is that was an early morning thing as well. I think that was actually last Sunday um, or Saturday. I was actually drinking my own coffee and just sitting there just drinking. It's just, there's it's something special. It really is something special. I said that on Twitter, but I, I stand by that. <clears throat> it is a game that 
I think is going to have a really special place in my collection. Very excited that I was able to get the Ultimate Edition physical copy, which has a steel book and a map, and it is just going to be... I, I don't really like collect video games that much. Um, I know some people who want to collect all of them, but for me, I like to keep physical copies of the games that are important to me. Um, <clears throat> and I did not used to do that. I used to buy a game, beat it, be done with it, and sell it in order to buy another game. Because, of course, funds were low at that time in my life. Um, and I just, you know, that was something that I had to do so that I could experience the games. And then for a long time, I was also working at um, uh, books and movies and video game store where we rented games. And so I played a lot of games that way by renting. In fact, I'm fairly certain I played the first Red Dead Redemption. Um, I'm fairly certain I played that as rental. But um, but now I like to kind of keep the games that mean something to me. The games that like I, I consider to be really good, high caliber games. Um, you know, I got things like the Uncharted series. Um, I have, I'm trying to look over there what I have. I have Uncharted, uh, which are just great. Those are amazing games. Um, I have God of War, which is one of my favorite games. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 is up there. Um, God of War might beat it out slightly just because the story is so amazing. But Red Dead beats it out in terms of atmosphere and things just the number sheer number of things to do but they're kind of two different games one's open world the other one not so much but so yeah games like that I tend to keep as physical copies just because I might I don't even know if it's about revisiting them later but I just wanted to have them I wanted to have them for a collection of games that mean something to me it's very similar to the way that I collect lego sets um I only collect the sets that kind of kind of mean something. Well, you know, I'll, I might buy a set just because it looks like a fun build. But whether or not I keep it on display, I do have kind of limited space on this shelf. I have more space than I ever have before, but it still feels really limited. So I don't display every single set there. Um, I display the ones that, that have meaning to me, the ones that are my favorite, and so that's kind of my collection spirit is um, I, I do have kind of a theme going on with the Lego Star Wars, of course, but um, the theme I think is deeper than that. And it's like, these are the sets that I like and the sets I found challenging and interesting and from moments in the movies that I really enjoy. Um, for example, one of my, I only have like two Last Jedi sets currently, um, and they are the um, Resistance Bomber and Kylo Ren's TIE Fighter. Those are two new ships that were introduced in that movie that I very much enjoyed. Um, the The Resistance Bomber looks just, it's a Star Wars ship, right? It looks so much like a Star Wars ship. They did such a good job on that. Um, and it was a very interesting build, and I, I figured it would be when I when I got it. I figured it would be a, a really interesting thing to to put together. And then Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter. I mean, come on, it's just awesome. So anyway, I'm getting really sidetracked, um, but I'm gonna kind of let that happen. I think because there's one other thing I want to talk about. So you heard me kind of talking a little bit about the Lego sets, and I I want to do more. 
sorry, my mic keeps moving. I want to do more stuff with Lego. I want to do more stuff on my YouTube channel about that. Um, I'm in the process of trying to figure out how to make my own documentary. And it's definitely going to be about that. I don't know if I've spoken about that in detail yet, but I will soon. I'll do that. Um, but I want to kind of talk about the things, sorry, my alarm's going off. I want to talk about the things that I'm passionate about. Um, and this is one of those things and talk about each set that I own and that I display and why I do that and what I like about them and, um, just that whole process. But anyway, that should be coming. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say soon when I can get to it. Um, the other thing, let's see, so I was going to talk about Red Dead Redemption. Oh, the other thing that happened this week, and probably why this podcast has been, again, been delayed um, from being posted on a Friday night, is my computer just died the other day. So I was playing on Tuesday, and a friend and I have kind of a standing game night on Tuesdays. We're playing Destiny 2. And I noticed my frame rate was a little down, but that game I've never been able to get good frame rate on. It's just, you know, it's a relatively new game, and this computer I built five to six years ago. Um, I think it was back in 2013. Um, and it's the same graphics card, it's the same processor. I have put more memory in it since then, but that's about the only upgrade I did. So we we're playing Destiny 2, and my screen just went black. The computer crashed. And, uh, so I'm, you know, opened it up and started trying to figure out what it was. Um, I could boot it back up and it would go into recovery mode and the screen looked weird. Like there's weird colors on it, weird artifacts. And so I Googled that and, you know, slowly but surely I kind of nailed it down to it's got to be the graphics card. Um, and to prove that theory, I took the computer apart, pulled out the graphics card, put it all back together without the graphics card in plugged into the motherboard with my HDMI and booted it back up. And it did boot then. Um, because technically you can run a computer without a graphics card. You won't be able to do anything graphics intensive, of course, but most GPUs or motherboards have some type of graphics built into them so that at least you could, you know, surf the net and do whatever. And it booted right up. Everything worked. So it's like, cool. It's got to be the graphics card. Um, so then I spent a day or so digging into, okay, if I'm going to get a new graphics card, what am I going to get? I need to make sure it's compatible. So I did a ton of research on this. And this has been, I've wanted to upgrade my computer for a while, but it's kind of daunting. And so I was like, well, you know, everything I want to play right now, I can play. So let's, you know, and I can edit on it, which is what I've been doing. So I was like, let's not try to reinvent the wheel here. But with it breaking, kind of forced my hand to, well, let's Let's look into one. Um, and as luck would have it, these graphics card have, have went down a lot in the last, I don't know, um, I haven't looked at it in a while, so I'll probably say like a year or so. They've gone down to a more reasonable price. Um, some of them are still expensive, but they've definitely gone down. And so um, I'm sitting here writing down um, all of this, the specs on it. Here, I'll go through the specs for you in case you're interested in that. If you're not, just skip forward a minute or so. Um, but I have an Intel Core i5-3570K uh, at 3.4 gigahertz. I have 16 gigabytes of RAM. 
Um, my old graphics card was an MSI AMD Radeon HD 7870 2 gigabyte graphics card. Keep that in mind. Uh, the motherboard is MSI as well, the Z77A G41. Um, and then my power supply is a thermal take, but it's about a 500 watt, you know, 12 volt, pretty, pretty standard. Um, <clears throat> so I got all that down and then I started looking at, okay, you have to make sure that a graphics card will, will work with your motherboard. So that it's compatible. You have to make sure it's compatible with the motherboard. And then you really need to make sure that it's compatible with your power supply because you might need a stronger power supply. Um, that might still be something I upgrade, but I got really lucky that I was on the cusp of, of that, but that might be something that I upgrade pretty soon. Cause I don't want to max it out. Um, you don't want to run a power supply on max all the time. Um, so that might be something I upgrade soon, but those are not that expensive. So it shouldn't be a problem. But, uh, so doing all this research, looking all at all this, there's a really cool uh, website that I found called PC Parts Picker, and you can essentially search through their entire catalog of PC parts and add it into a build. And then it will check and tell you, okay, hey, there's some compatibility issues here. This graphics card won't work with this, and you might need this power supply. So I put in all the information, came back with, you know, well, I guess I had to find graphics card first. So this is where I was kind of getting stuck. So I could just go out and find a graphics card just slightly better than what I had for relatively cheap. But, um, you know, one day I think I would like to get into VR. Um, it is a step that I haven't taken yet. And there's a lot to talk about with VR. That's something we will definitely talk about in the future. But um, that's a step I haven't taken yet, but this is kind of a step in that direction. So I was like, well, I could set things up to where, you know, that might be something I do in the future. So, so yeah, I had a lot to think about when it comes to that. Um, my friend has, has VR. So like, there'd be a lot we'd be able to do together with that. That would be really cool. But so I decided to just kind of look at what would be the bare minimum to have a graphics card that would be VR ready. The rest of the computer is completely capable of running VR. Um, I would just need that graphics card component of it. So, um, you know, starting to research them, looking at what I needed to get and um, came across this one. Now, if you go straight... Um, I don't know what you call it, like the standard manufacturers, these can get kind of expensive. But the one I found was kind of an off manufacturer, you know, maybe we'll see how, how long that lasts. But um, right now it seems to be working great. But I found one by Gigabyte, um, which is a pretty reputable company. I think my RAM is from Gigabit. Um, but they, uh, they had a graphics card that was, um, I'm trying to remember the whole specs. I don't have it written down in front of me. I'm sorry. Um, actually, I have a screenshot of it on my phone. Let me get to my photos. Uh, photos. Okay. So, screenshots, where are you at? I don't like how you have to go into albums, find your screenshot album. There we go. Okay, so this is what I got. Um, Gigabyte RX 580 Oros. It is an 8 gigabyte graphics card um it is amd radeon which is is 
the basis of what my old card was, so it wasn't a lot changing there. But yeah, I went from a two gigabyte to an eight. Um, theoretically, I could have just gone down to a four gigabyte, but when I was looking at prices, like right now, it didn't, the, the four gigabyte ones were running around the same. We're talking maybe a $40 difference between the four gigabyte and this eight. Um, this one came up at 269. It was on sale, um, at Fry's 269. Um, and one of the four gigabytes from the same manufacturer, I think it was the RX 570, um, was a four gigabyte and it was like 230, I think 229, something like that. So I was sitting there looking and I had already run this card through. I knew it would work. And this would get me very VR ready. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll, I should be fine. Um, and so I went ahead and picked that up and bought it home, popped it in. I don't know if you know, but installing graphics cards is super easy, which the whole thing was a lot easier than I thought it would be. Um, installed all the drivers, booted up Destiny 2 again, and put everything to Ultra. <laughs> that was awesome. Um yeah, to be able to put everything maxed out, and yeah, that's pretty great. 60 frames per second, which if you don't know, that just means everything looks so smooth when you move, and that's very important in, in most games. So um, so that's what I was kind of doing this weekend. I took Friday off from work and, and basically went to Fry's, did all this research, put it all back together, um, did a couple other things, but I took Friday off to do that. And so by the time Friday night came along, I was just like, well... I've done all this today. I guess I could record a podcast about it. And then I just sat down and played Red Dead Redemption 2 and lost track of time. So, <laughs> yeah, um, that brings us full circle back to Red Dead Redemption. So, so yeah, guys, that's uh, that's that. Um, I want to talk just a little bit more than about something that happened yesterday. And you'll hear more about this as we um, get closer to it. I'm going to take a drink of coffee. Mm. Don't you love when coffee is at just the right temperature <clears throat> where it's still hot, but it's not too hot where you can't take a nice long drink. But after this point in the next like five to 10 minutes, it's going to get start to get too cold. So we're in the Goldilocks zone right now. Um, so my wife last year, she purchased a, um, she got me a Christmas present. And it is this little piece of paper here. It says, you've been giving, given an experience gift. It's a two-hour intro package to learn to fly. So basically, you go over to um, the airport, and you're learning from an FAA-certified pilot and flight instructor. You get 30 minutes of ground instruction and approximately 90 minutes of flight time. Um, and they'll fly you above the Dallas skyline, as you do most of the flying. So if you know anything about me, you know that that's a very special gift. It's taken me almost a year to use it because we are now in uh, November and I hadn't used it yet. So um, so I planned that for yesterday. Uh, Caleb came with me. He was going to get some shots for me of, uh, of you know, kind of maybe the takeoff. And yeah, he was going to do some B-roll for me and just hang out, which was nice. And um so we get all the way over there and we're sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally the guy comes back and he's like, Hey, so 
the wind is kind of strong today. Um, he's like, it's right underneath the threshold, but I just need to check with a couple more people. And I was like, okay. And so he comes back and says, yeah, we're going to have to reschedule. And, you know, they warn you when you when you schedule it that for weather reasons, it has to be really, really, really good weather. Because not only um, are you inexperienced, right, but you have a flight instructor who's trying to teach you things. And a challenging flight's not the time to teach people things. Um, so the wind was too strong. It didn't feel like it. We were like, eh, it doesn't seem that windy out, but you know, when you're higher up, it's definitely windier. But then by the time Caleb and I got home, yeah, it was really windy. And then of course it, we had thunderstorms last night and all that. So I think it was the right call, but it was kind of disappointing because I'm planning on making a video out of that. And now it's like, I was very excited to kind of be done with it. Um, I'm very excited to do it and it's great, but now I have to wait two more weeks before I can do that. So not this coming Saturday, but the Saturday after. I will be doing that, um, hopefully, as long as it doesn't rain. This time, I'm going to call them ahead of time and just say, hey, how's the weather looking today? Because it was about a 30 to 40-minute drive, so it was a lot to have to drive over there. But um, in the grand scheme, not too bad, but it was a lot. So, um, so yeah, that's what I did on Saturday. Um, that was pretty much that. I did one last thing I want to talk about this week, and you will want to probably tune into the double a podcast later because I think Ashley and I will talk about this a lot more, but there's this weird phenomenon going on in our house right now, uh, with notebooks. I don't know why all of a sudden we both kind of at the same time have gotten slightly obsessed with notebooks. Um, for me, it has been, you know, we have talked a lot about writing things down that if I can pull myself away, ideas come a lot more naturally and then I can just write it down and revisit it later. So, um, I told, I told her I wanted to get a new, a new notebook. Uh, the one at work was running out and then I'd like a personal one, things like that. So, uh, we found these really cheap $5 ones at, uh, I don't remember the name of the store. Listen to that podcast. She'll remember. Um, we're going to probably do that later this evening. So if you're listening to this on Sunday, um, there's probably a new episode of the AA podcast being posted that evening, hopefully. Um, but anyway, so notebooks. So my wife has been on this kick with these bullet journals. Um, and again, she's going to talk a lot more about that on her podcast. Um, but for me, I want to talk about mine. So we just went out and got these. They're pretty cheap. They're $5 notebooks, but they're hard, hardback, hardback notebooks. Um, and they have that cool little thing that you can, I don't know, the little strap that you can close it with where you do this. I don't know if you can tell what I'm doing, but, um, very, very nice. Um, and so I have a page kind of in the beginning for ideas. And then I haven't, there's like two bookmarks in it, which is excellent. And then I can kind of skip forward to just my general notes. So on my day off, I had started making a list of here's the things I want to accomplish um, on my day off. Uh, you know, work on that computer. I had to get the camera stuff and camera gear ready for the flight and all that kind of stuff. And that's where I wrote down the specs of my of my PC. Um, and then I took this thing to Fry's. Funny thing happened at Fry's. So I, I'm buying the graphics card, right? And I walk up. And I have my notebook with me. I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling cool because I don't know. There's just something lately about carrying the notebook with me that I've really, 
it's just it's helping me a lot i think um i know i can take notes on my phone i can take screenshots i can do all that and that's great but there's just something about the notebook lately i don't know we'll dive into that sometime but anyway i come up set the graphics card down set my notebook down right next to me and the lady is ringing me up and then she says oh and the notebook too right and i was like oh no 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 that's mine and she just said okay you know it didn't seem like she was suspicious or anything and then we continue with the transaction and i get to the point where i got to sign and she prints off the little receipt thing and she's like okay i need you to sign this and i'm like okay and she's like oh no i don't have a pen and she asked do you have a pen and i didn't and the reason i think that's weird is because i just told her that this was my notebook right i just said like Oh no, that's that's mine, and I don't know if she thought it was weird too. But I immediately was like, I I know it's weird. I have my notebook with me, but I don't have a pen. I think I just left it in the car, but I had only bought the notebook to reference. I wasn't gonna write anything in it. Um, I just had it to reference my parts and stuff like that. And so I just thought it was weird. I was like, oh, I know that that's weird. I have a notebook, but I don't have a pen. But I just forgot my pen. I'm sorry. And she kind of looks at me like, okay, like, <laughs> why so guilty? Like, did you did you really steal that notebook? Like, no, I promise I didn't. I don't even know if they sell notebooks like this. I'm sure they sell some kind of notebooks because, guys, Fry's Electronics is just such a great store. <laughs> it is so cool. I just, I love that store. I love going in there and just looking we used to have one a lot closer to us and now this one's about 20 minutes away which isn't too bad but it's not like a on a whim kind of thing anymore um back when we lived in arlington it was nice and close and i could just kind of walk around whoops i just hit my mic sorry i could just walk around and just look you know but anyway um i thought that was a funny story but yeah been on a notebook kick i got one of these for for work work my work notebook is just kind of like i gotta jot something down real quick um and then I got one for work. I got one for here. And then Ashley, last year, when she got me this flight plan, got me this really nice um, moleskin notebook, the cover of which feels a lot like uh, leather, which is really neat. Uh, moleskin makes just really, f just, they just feel so good, the notebooks. It's got this cool little pouch on the back. I'm going to put the... Uh, learn to fly certificate in. Uh, but this is going to be the one that I started when I, when I learned how to fly, I was going to take notes during the class and stuff like that. Outside of that, I don't know what else I was going to use this for, but it might just kind of be that like a memento, you know? Um, I'd always thought that if I started, um, flying drones that maybe I'd do like a flight log for that and log how many hours I, I was doing. Um, so that might still happen. Um, if, if I ever end up getting a drone, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I like that notebook too. It's nice and slim. Um, and this one isn't a hardback, but it's a nice like leather feel to it. It's very, very nice. I like it a lot. Um, honestly, it makes a lot of sense for it to be my church notebook, but I don't know just because of how slim it is and that it can just, uh, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that'll be like my, I don't know. It's just, it's such a nice notebook that I'm having a hard time figuring out what to write in it because uh, you know, this other notebook, it's nice, but it's going to be a throwaway notebook, right? Once I'm done filling this up, because it's just like quick reference stuff. Um, it's like if I, an idea strikes me, I'm going to write it down. But that notebook, I don't know. I want to put something special in it, and I don't know what yet. 
But tune in to uh, the AA podcast as soon as you get done here because my wife is doing this bullet journal thing and it's so amazing and she's so good at it and I love to see her creations. Um, and so we'll talk about it there and maybe we'll post a couple of pictures on Instagram of that. So um, yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today. What are we at? Yeah, that's a good, I think that's a good length. Um, we talked about my graphics card, notebooks, Red Dead Redemption 2, Lego. I think we're, I think we're pretty covered here. <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you would like to follow, you can follow on Anchor. I, uh, man, it's too early. You can follow on Anchor, anchor.fm slash anchoritis. Yeah, that's kind of where the name came from, but it's morphed into something else. So whatever. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow there, you can create a free account. You can leave me voice messages that I can play on the show. Nobody does that. Um, I gotta tell you, um, early on, early days of Anchor, um, I was getting so many more listens than I am now. And I think part of that is I did drop off for a while. So part of that's my fault. Another part of that is the atmosphere of Anchor has changed a lot. It used to be a lot more social, and now it is definitely a podcasting platform. But I love it. I love it for that. That's kind of what I wanted was just help me get my podcast out there. Um, and there's no other place that would get my podcast in as many places as as Anchor does. Um, I am on iTunes and everywhere else simply because of Anchor. Um, otherwise, it gets really hard. Um, and I've done it before. I've created a podcast, hosted it myself, figured out how to get it on iTunes, and it's a lot of work. So thank you, Anchor, for making that easier. This is not sponsored, but if you would like to sponsor the show, let me know. <laughs> anyway, um, if you do want to, too, anywhere you find us, if you find us on iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, all of that, if you would like to leave us a rating and a comment and a message there, that would be amazing. I would really enjoy that. That would be great for the show. If ever there was going to be sponsors that is how what they look at they look at what's your engagement like uh are people leaving you scores on itunes it's just the world we live in with podcasts um i think we're finally starting to get there we're finally starting to get to a place where people are paying attention to the the numbers um and things like anchor help us get the numbers to prove that hey on average i get 40 plays per episode now that's on average, and I think that's still really high because it's taking into account my old plays back when I would get like a hundred plays when when Anchor used to be so so social, um, but lately it's just not been that way. But anyway, um, still thank you so much to Anchor for hosting the show. Appreciate that. Um, I don't think that there's an intro song on this one. Uh, that song was created by Ted Buffington. He is basically my mentor. Um, he is, I got to get him on the show soon. Like we got to have some conversations cause he's very interesting and he's where I want to take the next part of this podcast. I'm going to take it to, um, you know, take that self-discovery a bit further and he's a guy that can help with that. But, um, he did that theme song in the beginning. It's called Sojourner. Thank you so much for allowing us to use that. I kind of want to switch it up a little bit, though. It takes me so long to get that into the episode. 
um, and to try to fade it out correctly that I think I'm going to try to work on an intro that I can just upload kind of like we do for the AA podcast where the intro plays and the episode plays. I enjoy the fading out and like having the music playing in the background as it fades out, but it's a lot of work and I don't know how much it adds. It's such a mellow tone that it might not be the correct tone for this podcast. So if you don't hear it this time and you really like it, sorry. Uh, let me know though, if you really like it. Um, and I can turn you on to some more of his work. So, all right. Thank you so much for listening. That's it for me. I hope you guys have a great Sunday and a great rest of your week. And I'll try to talk to you next time, hopefully a little bit earlier. Um, actually, there might not be a podcast next week. I'll try to get it to you earlier in the week, hopefully. Maybe I'll give you a Thursday episode or something. But um, got some plans this weekend, and so I'm not sure when I'll be able to record. But we'll see. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time. I've said thanks so much for listening so many times now. I'm just going to go ahead and end it there. <laughs>